the outstanding screen system of the future. Why submissive women are happier, happier. Her name is Piper Blush. Welcome to WTPRRadio.com With your host, Piper Blush This is the morning edition uh-huh. As seen on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter and Twitch, of course And even WTPRRadio.com in the backstage area You can comment live on YouTube at the Piper Blush Radio Show or on WTPRRadio.com. Mm-hmm. And you sharing this video on your social media, giving it a like, turning on your notifications, and just doing whatever you want with it is a good plus for me. Thank you so much for all of your support, adoration, admiration, and love. Uh-huh. Well, I've got a lots of stuff for you because, because, oh, Wayne Phil, here we go. That starts the morning good. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Wayne, for your generous donation of $2. Yeah. Okay, that's a, that's more than $2, I think. Well, maybe if we were talking about pennies, it would it would kind of work. Yeah, it would kind of work. You know, in the casinos, they have these uh, slot machines. Uh-huh. And then well, when you win, you, you win like pennies, like 25 cents. Uh-huh. Now, here in Canada, we have loonies and toonies, which in the U.S. well are paper, but in Canada, they're actually hard, cold metal. Yeah, we love them like that. Don't know why, it's just a thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Of course, if you want to be like Wayne and get your name featured on the very famous Suki, or Suki, 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 yeah. <laughs> you can, uh-huh. Thank you for your generous donation, Wayne. And don't forget that by supporting this show, by getting yourself a YouTube membership. Mm-hmm. You can do that super easy. It's one click away, yeah? Ding! Just one click. You click this little, uh, what, rectangle. Uh-huh. It's like a rectangle there beneath the video. Yes, 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 on YouTube. When you click this, like a rectangle with a money sign in the middle of it. You click it and then you'll have a little video. Yeah, have you seen the video? Go see it right now. It's super cool. It's me. I tell you what you get for, uh, well, the perks of the channel. Uh-huh. Meaning your support and you get something in return. Yeah, that's how it works. Always a service. Mm-hmm. Now, after you do that, well, you get a hot dog badge. This is the very own Piper Blush badge. It's a badge I designed myself. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I love hot dogs. And who doesn't like hot dogs? I mean, seriously, uh, even vegans like hot dogs. They just need a different type of sausage in there. <gasps> super normal, super normal. Mm-hmm. Once you're there, once you got all of that, you got your membership perks, you've got your hot dog badge, you're ready to roll. Uh-huh. Meaning you're ready to be there in the live comment section and get your name featured with your hot dog badge next to it. It's a sign of loyalty, a sign of love, a sign of I need to have a mindful moment. Uh-huh. That's what it says on my Apple Watch. Okay, we're going to have this mindful moment, all of us together. Okay, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. All right, it's over. Okay, now. I've got some stuff for you, uh-huh. 
really crazy stuff for you because why you know i get some fan mail yeah i get some of that uh -huh. i get lots of that now sometimes it's like fan mail because it's from fans meaning from people that actually truly listen to the show love the show and well have nothing bad to say about the show maybe some feedback sometime but that's not the same thing feedback from real fan is good feedback feedback from hater is just hate <laughs> nothing more there don't try to scoop it up don't try to do anything with it it's not mm, not gonna happen it's, it's no good no good no good no good no good no good uh -huh. well i've got two examples of the type of fan mails i get now these are like short mails okay they're not like mail mail like one of them i got on another platform that is blue and the other one i actually got from the well business email on my youtube mm -hmm. i wanted to share it with you this morning <laughs> because it's fun it's fun to share sharing is caring that's what they say so well let's let's dive right in I got them here. Well, let's see. Let's see. I got lots of stuff here. I got lots. I need to find another browser. Wait a second. Wait a second. Don't look at my computer, Charlotte. It's a disaster. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. I need to actually open another tab here. Ooh, let me do a plus. I'm at nine desktop right now. Imagine this. Nine desktops. Ooh, crazy stuff. Okay, we're going to start like with the, the good one. It's always, you know, start with the good one. It's always better. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the good one. All right, it's in French, but I can do some sort of a translation. I can definitely kind of translate it for you. It's going to be easier that way. So we have here. Okay, you ready? Suspense button. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get ready for it. Get ready for it. Okay. Tu es vraiment chaude. Je demanderai l'aide médicale à mourir si tu t'assois sur mon visage. All right, for those of you who don't speak French, do not worry. You didn't miss much. I mean, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. There's a bit of sarcasm in there. Uh, I mean, it's French. It, it sounds very French, like French from France. If I were to say, I'm not sure it's from Quebec, you know? I'm not sure it's from another country that speaks French. So, okay, first word. Tu es vraiment chaude. Uh -huh. That's going to be part of the French course because I completely forgot it was French Friday. Sorry about that. <laughs> Yeah, most definitely. Huh? You're not getting French Friday today. But don't worry, don't worry. You're going to get some of French in, in this, in this. I just realized. Boom. Okay. You kind of get that I don't have a schedule. It's the unpredictable radio for the bold listener. Tu es vraiment chaude. <laughs> now, just this one, just this one. If you use that in a bar as a pickup line, it could get you a slap in the face or, or, or it could get you, well, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, anywhere. I, I'm not sure where. Tu es. Now, meaning tu is like the you, but the you, you know the person. You already know the person. So, you are. Tu es. You are. That, that's super easy. Tu. 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 Eh. Eh. It's just eh. Eh. It's hey, but without the H. Tu es. Vraiment. Vraiment. That's, I know, it's the R. It's still there. <laughs> it's always gonna be there. Vraiment chaud. Chaud is hot. Uh -huh. Tu es vraiment chaud. You are really hot. So that, that's starting good. I mean, that's that's a nice fan mail. That's like fan uh -huh, mail. It's positive. It, it, no, no negation in there. Tu es vraiment chaud. Now, now the plot thickens. Yeah, it thickens a lot. <laughs> now, he's saying, je demanderai l'aide médicale à mourir. Okay, that's like, that's big, that's big. He says, I would ask for, I don't even know how to translate that in English. I would ask for like medical assistance to die. You know, it's a thing, we have this in Canada. Uh, some other countries have it. Meaning that if you're terminally healed or you got like some weird stuff going on, you could ask to be kind of killed, but in a very nice way. Uh-huh, at the hospital, pretty much, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a name for it, there's a name for it. So he says, you are really hot. I would ask, well... Medical help to die, kinda. 
if, well, that's the thing. You would not just ask for it like this, uh -huh, out of the blue. No, no. If I would sit on his face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's a that's kind of a good compliment. That's a good compliment. I mean, it's there's there's something there. Uh huh. So uh, thank you very much. Um, I don't want you to die, so maybe I just won't do it. Okay. Perfect. Let's let's settle it to that. Uh -huh. Now, okay, that's for the first the first one. That was actually really really nice. Uh huh. So tu es vraiment chaude. You are really hot. Tu es vraiment chaude. You can also say the coffee is really hot. Mm. So and you can say the pool is really hot. So vraiment chaude, really hot. Here you have it. Now let me close this and well go to the other one, which is same same but different. Very interesting too. Very interesting too. Okay. So here we go, here we go. We have here, oh, wait, there's a bit, mm, there's some private information on there. Okay, don't, don't, don't look at my screen. Don't look at my screen. Okay, the thing is, we have Jim here. Hey, Jim, if you're watching this. So Jim says, hey, gorgeous, I saw you years ago talking about sex club, and I think you are adorable. Well, that's pretty, that sounds like me. Yeah, talking about sex club. I think that was for Sinful Sunday. I had kind of a BDSM Sunday talk show a little bit. I was talking to myself, but same, same, but different than Love, Lust, and the Devil. I mean, it's always been in me. Yeah, it's always been there, just in different ways. Here, let's, let's put some Love, Lust, and the Devil music in the background. So you're getting the mood for this evening. <laughs> hey, gorgeous. I saw you years ago talking about sex club, and I think you are adorable. Okay, so sex club and adorability, they kind of can go together, but usually, you know, kinky stuff. Mm -hmm. However, however, okay, it, that's when it gets like, okay, you're ready for this? You're ready? Let's... <sighs> however, it's obvious to me that our Lord Jesus Christ may be returning soon. Well, where is he? Like, did he go on vacation? What happened to Lord Jesus Christ? I thought like he was always kind of there watching over us. Oh, maybe he means on planet Earth. That would make sense. Okay, so if Jesus is not there right now, Jesus is somewhere else. Yeah, leave a message after the phone dial. Jesus, where you at, bro? Uh-huh. Now, okay, after you try to reach Jesus, he's not there. He may be returning soon. Oh, he's not gonna like what he's gonna see. Uh-huh, I'm telling you. Like, he, he died for everybody's sins and now we have Wi-Fi. What is he gonna think about that? Uh-huh, and born on the internet. He's gonna freak out, yeah? Well, this is okay. Maybe, maybe Jesus is gonna have a little bit of PTSD. Now, okay. Well, let's get let's get going, Piper. Let's get going. Okay. However, it's obvious to me that our Lord Jesus Christ may be returning soon. Okay, so he's gonna return. That's kind of like a. But that could happen, I guess. So, I mean, if the aliens exist, maybe Jesus exists too. And if you are French Catholic, oh, well, there's some assumption there, mister. Mm-hmm. If I'm French Catholic, well, first things first, I am Francophone, but not from France, though my descent could kind of indicate that if you take my blood and I spit in something in 23andMe type of stuff. But the thing is, the thing is, French Catholic, okay, I know there's a bit of Catholics like all over the world, because you know what? Well, we actually like... Uh, Actually, we are the 10th of March because of Catholics. <laughs> or like, uh, yeah, all this stuff, all the calendars. Uh -huh. we, that's how we save the date. So, okay, big assumption there. Uh, yes, no, no, yes. Mm, I, I won't say my origins right now <laughs> and what I believe in because it's, it's going to hmm, alleviate some of the stuff. Okay. If you are French Catholic, I would encourage you to go, okay, to go to anonymous confession. Okay. 
That's pretty cool. Uh -huh. Now, okay, first things first, I thought all confession was anonymous. Like, really? Isn't it? Like, well, you still need to get in the church. <laughs> so people are going to see you. Hey, it's Piper Blush. She's going to anonymous confession. Uh -huh. I see her right there. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, you saw, saw <laughs> my my little nun thing. Yeah, I had a nun show uh -huh, where I, I went to confession every single Sunday. Uh -huh. Me and the priest. Yeah, we were getting it on. Uh -huh. Okay, so I would encourage you to go to anonymous confession and have communion. And that's a, that's a tall order. I mean, I know what communion is. It's not confession. Like you need to actually learn some books and stuff to do the communion, like the first communion. Then you have like all the other stuff. Uh -huh. So, but good thing he says he's going to pray for me. Mm -hmm. I think you need to pray for me. I think I desperately need some praying. I mean, I got a show which is called Love, Lust and the Devil. Get it? Uh-huh. Definitely no God in there. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So you do all the praying you want on your side. Jim, thank you very much. I mean, I'm sure Toronto has lots of Jesus people. I mean, there's Jesus people all over the world. Uh-huh. You do whatever you want with your Lord Jesus. But that's what I don't get. Like, there's Lord and then there's Jesus Christ. And, well, is, is, I thought Jesus didn't have the Lord title. You know, because Jesus is the son of the other dude. So, you know, he, he, he doesn't deserve to get the Lord tag uh-huh not yet not yet like what he needs to have actually jesus mm -hmm, is is some other title like a apprentice lord <laughs> lord apprentice or something like that something like that because well he's the son of the other one uh -huh. i thought lord was lord and then jesus christ was jesus christ it is very confusing and that's why i got a bible right there uh -huh. it's right there yeah over the, over the top of the chimney uh -huh. if you may not see it don't worry about it it's there <sighs> i'm not gonna read it I have to admit, I'm not, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to go to confession either. Because what you're saying right there is that I can do whatever the... Here, I got it here. I can do whatever the f I want. And then all I need to do is go to confession? Well, that's not... I mean, how come, Jim, you believe in God and in Jesus and you're watching me? I'm like... I'm like the Antichrist. I'm like the stuff you're not supposed to watch. But I'm guessing maybe, just maybe, Jim goes to confession and then it's all cool. It's all pardoned. Uh huh. So all you need to do is uh, watch me. <laughs> yeah, just watch me. Then you go to confession to say, oh God, sorry, I have some desires or some, uh, some kind of stuff for Piper Blush. Then... Well, he tells you, okay, you need to repent and like do all of these Ave Maria and like uh, the Jesus stuff. And then you're good to go. So you can leave for a week. Mm -hmm. Do whatever you want with your self-pleasure. <laughs> yeah, on the internet. Mm -hmm. And then you come back next Sunday and well, you read confession. And then you're good to go again. Wow. That's easy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I tried to do that. I tried to do that with my confession show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was going great until I realized the priest, well, he had something on the side. <gasps> and so then it didn't go that great. Mm -hmm. No, it wasn't kids, though it could have. <laughs> All right. That's enough for God for one day, maybe for the whole entire year. But thank you so much, Jim, for trying to save my soul. Don't worry. I'm already doomed. There's nothing you can do for me. Uh -huh. Maybe choose someone else who, who really wants to be saved. Yeah. I, I don't mind. I don't mind if you don't pray for me. Just pray for somebody else. No problem. No problem. I'm all cool with my very own prayers and my very own kink side and my love, lust and the devil show. Uh -huh. Don't tune into that one, Jim. Don't tune into that one. You will be scared. Yes, you will be definitely scared. We call it, We talked about taboos. We talked about pornography. We talked about all the stuff that is wrong in the world and that is so delicious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all the seven sins, they're kind of all in there. I mean, maybe 
maybe we haven't talked about like well the the one that's about eating yet but it should happen it should happen there's always a dessert somewhere that's waiting to be eaten mm -hmm. okay let's go to the live comment section yes let's do that before we move on to our first subject well we have here Sit Lord Billy, of course, uh -huh, who sends some emojis. Alberto, good morning, Piper. <laughs> Voting on your website, what do you do with the poll results? Well, I uh, dictate what I'm going to do. Mm -hmm. Now, all the information you input in there gives me an idea of what you want to see, what you're like. Yes, yes, yes. Meaning, if I say a poll that says, well, which color, hair color do you prefer? Mm-hmm. And you say to me, well, it's redheads. Well, just maybe I'll have a redhead on the show, you know, because you enjoy redheads. That that could be cool. Hack of all trades. Hello, everybody. Hello, hack of all trades. <gasps> okay, so Lord Billy says, I bet I know what keeps you up at night, Piper. Love, lust, and the devil. You're kind of right on that one. Mm -hmm. And probably Lord Jesus Christ. Eric Pradey. Hey. Hey, Eric. Thank you for tuning in. I haven't seen you in the comment section that that much that much mm -hmm. we have uh, javier who says he's a catholic and i'm not offended by you your comes piper i got you girl big love see so not all catholics are praying for me <laughs> some are just watching me and that's okay too uh-huh mike wrangle says i love that top yeah that's my 70s top Ooh, yeah I got lots of tops, but this one I like. I kind of like. It depends, though. It, it. Okay, Javier says, "Don't worry, Piper. God loves you equally." Well, I don't. I don't mind about God's love. I just want my master's love. God's love mm, doesn't really. I, I don't know. It doesn't like do anything to me inside. Yeah. Plus, I haven't ever felt like the touch of God. Maybe if He touched me at night, then I'd kind of like Him. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for this? Uh huh. I got this new thing. Yeah, this new thing. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for it? Here it is. Here it is. Okay. So this pad is kind of new. I re rearranged a little bit of everything in there uh -huh, to make it easier for the radio show. Yes, because on WTPRradio.com, you get 24-7 radio. Oh my God. That is just audio, Piper. Yeah, that's what we call radio. It's just audio. But not to worry, not to worry. I punch in sometimes, meaning you get some radio shows, you get some rebroadcast of these shows and you also get well some music uh -huh, and some piper amazing stuff amazing stuff now let's not go too far anymore and let's listen to this super cool song i mean it's the team song it's the team song uh -huh, of the morning show while well, i drink a little bit of tea uh -huh. and are you ready for penises uh -huh. we're gonna be talking about penises yes 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 i know i told you if you love god and jesus and all that stuff it's not the show for you you've been warned You've definitely, definitely been warned. You are warned. If you like God and you are against penises, you cannot watch the show. Sorry about that. Uh -huh. It's all cool now. It's been made clear. Okay, listen to this. I'll be right back.
listening to WTPRRadio.com. This is the morning show with your host, Piper Vlash. No lies here, do not worry. I don't want to hear your lies. Why are penises smaller in old paintings? Mm -hmm. Now, we could argue that it's not only in paintings that they are actually smaller. It's also in many well, statues, sculptures, frescoes, mosaics, all of these amazing pieces of art mm -hmm, where penises were smaller. You remember when I did a week of penis in Paris? Mm -hmm. If you're an old-time fan, well, you've seen this. I was in Paris and I went to Musée du Louvre. I went to uh, other places like Montmartre mm -hmm, and talked about penises for a little bit. Now, the most, the most amazing episode was the one at the Musée du Louvre. Mm -hmm. uh, not the Louvre, it's not that one. Musée d'Orsay. Uh -huh. It's Musée d'Orsay. Sorry about that. The other one, the other one. It's smaller, it's a lot smaller. Well, Musée d'Orsay. So I was at Musée d'Orsay, and of course, there's penises everywhere. Uh -huh. there's, there's boobs too. I mean, don't worry, YouTube. It's, it's all in like granite, bronze, and uh, other types of materials like rocks. Uh -huh. So yeah, it's rock solid. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't move, doesn't move. Well, the thing is, when I was there, I talked a lot about all of these things, these misconceptions, or these actually facts about the penis, the male anatomy. Mm -hmm this part of the body and it was quite interesting so when i saw this article about why penises were smaller in old paintings of course it kind of resonated with me already because of all the researches i had done on penises before when i was in paris and that we're talking about Ooh, that's a while ago like four years ago maybe uh -huh, something like that Ooh la la okay now getting back to business mm -hmm. Why were they smaller? Now, they, they look smaller. They look a lot smaller. We have someone, yes, someone on Twitter who said to me, maybe just maybe it's because it was cold in there. <gasps> you know, they didn't have heating. Because uh -huh. they, they would go into these studios and the male would model in the studios. But what do you do if like you're in ancient Greece? Doesn't it get warm there? It's not Canada. Like, I mean, all of these paintings, these, these art pieces are mostly European. Like mostly, mostly from, oh, maybe not Europe, but like that part of the world. So that's kind of what the study was done because yes, there was a study. Uh -huh. Now, okay, paintings, paintings, lots of paintings. They took, it's a study that happened in Switzerland. Mm -hmm. Hello, Swiss people. Yeah, if you're watching me, I know you speak French too. Oui, bonjour. Mm -hmm. Now, Switzerland people. I've been in Switzerland actually, in Geneva. Yeah, I know, crazy stuff. Okay, well, they took some paintings off of the internet. So they did not like look at them physically mm, but not not to worry not to worry it's still a legit study it's a legit study and they took 232 paintings now not sure why that number don't ask too many questions i'm just think penis okay 232 paintings from 21 countries 21 countries okay to make sure that it had a sample that was a bit more worldly than if you would take like just paintings from canada you know then it wouldn't be like a really good good statistic it, it wouldn't be the same mm -hmm. what they did is that they decided to well isolate it isolate it meaning that well when did penises actually start becoming bigger in paintings because before they were smaller if you're saying why are penises smaller in old paintings it means that there's a comparison there there's something happening mm -hmm. and to prove this well i'm gonna show you it's not a painting it's not a painting if i go to wtprradio.com where i am right now mm -hmm, and i click from tiny to tremendous the evolution of penis size in art and then of course i didn't put an i didn't put like an actual painting there i put an actual well 
grips culture and you can see you can see here this is art don't worry it's art you do but just it's as if male anatomy no problem there but you can see the penis is well okay i'm not saying small i mean it depends beauty is in the eye of the beholder and size too you should know mm -hmm. meaning that this was deemed a bit small but compared to what Compared to what? Uh -huh, that is the interesting part. So if you take this, actually, this is like a god, Greek god who's like standing up straight. He looks a bit muscular. He's got a beard. He, he didn't shave. Yeah, you can see a bit of a hair down there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, well, you see, you see his penis pretty much. It's a bit like the David. You know, the David, did you know that actually David is really tall sculptor? Yeah, like the David is huge. Uh -huh, he's like huge. I thought it was like human size, but no, the David is not human size. The David is actually very, very big and tall. Uh -huh. Had no idea. I've never seen the David in real life. Now, mm -hmm. Well, so they did this, they did this actual study. So they took these 232 paintings and they started comparing them. Now they needed to isolate, isolate a time frame in which while well, they would actually see the paintings and their evolution, see when did the penises become bigger. So they started at Renaissance. Renaissance, Renaissance, yes. So we're talking about 14th century. Okay, you get it? 14th century, one, four, Zero, 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 best century is a bit different, you know, 14th century renaissance to now, now, we're talking now, now, at the time of this video, 2023. Mm -hmm. They took all of these paintings and they started, well, to isolate them. Like, okay, in all the painting, there's the nude man. I mean, you get it. We're, we're talking about penis sizes, so we need, we need nude men. It's a, in every painting, the 232 paintings, there's a nude man in there, at least one. It's, it's science, people, it's science. Mm -hmm. Then, how did they do Piper to actually, well, measure the size? Because, you know, uh, with proportions. I mean, if you have a painting that is huge, like a back wall, uh -huh, and then you want to know, well, the penis is probably going to be maybe like 10 centimeters, but that's not, that's not real because the whole painting is bigger than the other painting. So they needed to find a ratio. Ooh, they needed to find a ratio. What did they do to find the ratio? They used kind of the golden ratio. If you do art and stuff like that or mathematics, well, you're going to understand. So what they decided to do is use either, okay, use the ratio of the penis length to the size of the ear or nose. I know, I know, it's weird, it's weird. But they needed to find another place on the body that was kind of proportional or kind of similar to make sure that the penis was proportional to the rest of the body. So they need to find a bodily, mm -hmm, like, ratio. So what they did, used ratio of penis length to the size of the ear or the nose. Meaning that, you know, from here to here, if it's a sideways, uh -huh, meaning that you would get from a kind of your nose to your ear, and then like from here to here, maybe if it's from the front. So that's how they try to compare the penis sizes. Now, once they had this kind of proportion, this kind of ratio, they could, they could isolate a ratio. So like 0 0.1, mm -hmm. 0 0.2. So ear to nose or nose to penis. Okay. So once you find the ear, you find the nose, then you find the penis. That's kind of usually down. Uh -huh. But if the guy's reversed is up, but same, same, you know, you know where that is on the body. It doesn't really change places. Mm -hmm. So nose to penis, penis to ear, depending, depending on if you can see the nose or if you can see the ear, it depends. Okay. So once they got that right, okay, they were all cool. Oh, they were all cool. So they have the statistics, yeah, all of these statistics about, well, 
in the eras, in the centuries. Let's say we got 14th century. Well, then penis 0.152 to ratio. Mm -hmm. And then they went like this. But when did the penises get bigger, Piper? Yeah, that's what we want to know. When did the penises get bigger? Hooray! Yeah, don't freak out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It must be misrepresentation. That's what's my, what it might be. So you need to watch out. Now, okay, there were no changes in penis size until, until the 18th century. So from kind of 14th century to 18th century, penises kind of stayed the same in paintings. Yeah, in these 232 paintings that were analyzed from 21 countries. Same, same, but different. When did we see an increase? In the 19th century. Yes, the penis started increasing in paintings in the 19th century. Why is that you think? Hmm, interesting, interesting question, Piper. Well, they are thinking that it might be because of exposure to media. If you're thinking 19th century, that's like the 1800s. So radio was starting to make an appearance. And then after radio, everything came. Like the journals, like, you know, like newspaper, magazines, uh -huh. boats, planes, automobiles. Everything was getting higher and higher and higher. So, well, we could kind of compare. We could actually, well make art that was maybe a little bit more fake than usual. Mm -hmm. We could uh, well, tweak it a little bit. So with exposure to media, to pornography, uh -huh, came a bigger enlarged penis. And that is just a possibility. I mean, it's a theory. It's a scientist theory. But it is possible that because we were more exposed and because we started well, having arts more widely available in the form of newspaper, even in cartoons like Mad Max, you know, all of these magazines and things like that, that might have made it so that the ideal perception of the penis became bigger. Because the ideal perception of the penis, if we're talking 15th century, was a small penis. That's what it was. And when I did the penis, 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 the penis in Paris, what I found out is that smaller penis were seemed more smart. Uh -huh. And big, big depiction of penises uh -huh, were seemed more grotesque and more like a you know, clownish-like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it all changed between the eras. It changed between, like, in what world you live in right now. Mm -hmm. But now, bigger penis are not necessarily seemed or deemed as grotesque. No, they're everywhere. They're in pornography, they're in comic books, mm -hmm. like a big man has a big penis, you know? Mm -hmm. And so the perception of ideal penis size has changed to accommodate bigger penises. But is that the reality? Do men really have bigger penises? Well, I did read something that said yes. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You can watch that episode. It was one of the episodes of the morning show mm -hmm, where I talked that penises were getting larger. Yes, erect penises, penises were getting larger. That's a lot of pa 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 pa, -pa in one sentence, Piper. Mm -hmm. And I actually argumented this with Crystal Powers. Yes, yes, yes. We talked about this, the fact that penises were getting better bigger and she said she actually said that from her personal experiences six inch was way too much that's not her personal experience six inch was actually more than average from what she has experienced in her whole entire life so you see what you see in the media what you see in pornography what you see everywhere might just be a small percentage of people with big penises the actual reality of it might be completely different and so this creates kind of a backlash for self-esteem for men, an unrealistic idealism uh -huh, of the male penis size. Yes, yes, yes. Unrealistic. Uh -huh. And also, well, you should keep in mind that this was more conducted in like the Europe. Uh -huh. So if you're from Asia or maybe southern countries of America, well, these paintings were not representative because there weren't really any 
paintings, well, not in that like oil canvas size, mm -hmm. here in the Americas at that time. Well, they were, but oh, you know what I mean. Uh -huh. So they took these ones. So now you know, uh -huh. penises were depicted as smaller because, well, people perceived them as more beautiful being small back then. It was kind of the ideal for penis to be smaller. And now the ideal for most is bigger. But is it? Hmm. I'll leave you on this amazing question. With a little bit more music. Don't go anywhere. Let me switch my page. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sometimes small man has big packages too, Piper. Of course, it's definitely possible. Uh -huh. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it doesn't matter. Uh -huh. Now, the ratio was used in the paintings, but I don't believe that it's actually true. You know, have you heard about the thumb to like index finger ratio and then your feet are bigger ratio? Well, supposedly that's all not true. That's like all not true. From what I read when I did the penis in Paris experiment. Mm -hmm. Don't go anywhere. We are gonna talk about Maine's war on naughty license plates. Are you ready for this? Okay. We'll be right back in after the break. the morning show what's your host piper blush this is the unpredictable radio for the bold listener thank you everybody for tuning in on facebook twitter twitch youtube and wtprradio.com in the backstage area i see you people uh-huh Thank you all for being here. And of course, while well, we are talking about naughty license plates, mm, this is not a new craze. I mean, it's been in some states for a while. It's been in some countries for a while. This thing that is called, well, personalized license plate or vanity license plates, where you pay an extra to put anything you want on the license plate. In Quebec, well, it's kind of new. It's only a few years old. In BC, it's been here for a while. And then, well, in Maine, it has been there for a while too, but it, in 2015, they kind of decided to just leave it free for all, uh -huh. like free for all. You know, you can you can write whatever you want, you can do whatever you want. Let's let's go. Everybody does it the way they want to. Yeah. Now though, after a little bit, they're like, okay, okay, maybe this is getting a bit out of control. Uh huh. Maybe just maybe we're we're getting a bit too much weird license plates out there. Huh? We're letting people do whatever they want. It's cool for self-expression, but maybe it's also not so cool because it's targeting other people. Mm -hmm. And so Maine, well, they decided to kind of uh, revisit, revisit this law, uh -huh. revisit the whole vanity license plate. And it's been making some noise. Why? Because they recalled some of the license plates. Yeah, the vanity license plate. Saying that they were inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, they approved them first. But then they're saying that they shouldn't have approved them. So uh, you need to bring them back and you need to change this license plate of yours. Uh-huh. 
hyper, but what exactly are we talking about? Okay, so vanity license plates. Vanity license plates are a way for you to actually, well, personalize your car, your vehicle, uh -huh, to make you a little bit more you. And they're very creative sometimes. So you get personal, you get creative, and that's all amazing. But the little problem is that, yes, sometimes personal is cool, but when everybody sees your personality and your creativity, maybe just maybe it's offensive to other people. Oh yeah, we're talking about offensive, we're talking about controversial. So Maine recalled 274 plates for being inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, you can fight back. You can definitely fight back if you feel that this is injustice. This is not true. This is democracy after all. Huh? It's the United States of America. What are we talking about in uh, questions of license plates? Uh -huh. What do we got here? Well, we got some naughty license plates, some uh, sexy license plates, some actual kind of just like F-bomb license plates. I got one right here. Now, this man, uh -huh, this man, he actually, he actually loves tofu. He's a vegan. He has like two children and they're all vegans. And he wanted to tell all of the non-vegans out there that was it was bad to eat meat. Uh, it was very bad to eat meat. So his license plate is L-U-V-T-O-F-U, which could mean could mean love tofu, mm -hmm, but could also mean love to f you. Mm -hmm. Let me recap this with like some censorship a little bit. I would love to f. Yeah, exactly this. I. So love, L-U-V, that's all cool, that's all cool, that's super legit. You can write love, L-U-V, T-O, two, so that's just two, two, yeah, no problem, love two, I'd love to have a snack, I'd love to whatever. Mm -hmm. But if you, if you together, it kind of means F you, the F word and then you, you, like you. Mm -hmm. But what he meant was really love tofu, Is that's what he meant. Though it doesn't appear like that. It doesn't seem like that. Like, if you don't like tofu, you're not going to see that. That's not the first thing you're going to see. <laughs> no, 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 no. This license plate is going to give you a whole other feeling. And so you have this man, family, daddy, father, uh-huh, with his two kids standing next to this plate that says, love tofu. If you read it right. And that is the problem with vanity license plate. Are you? Are you going to read it right? Will you? Or will you kind of assume anything else and read it however you want to read it? Now, his plate was actually recalled. <laughs> yes, because it says love to F you. <laughs> so, well, it says love tofu, but it also says something else. It has double meaning. It has double meaning. And that's why it was recalled. Now, he appealed the decision, but they said, no, 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 this not, no. Uh -uh, uh -uh. I mean, I know you love tofu, but uh, that's not what I'm seeing. <laughs> So, well, he, he can, he can, if he want, go to superior court. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, once you appeal the decision, you can actually go to superior court to, well, fight for it. If you want to, if you want to. No, again, democracy, main, all cool. There are a whole bunch of other license plates that are just as funny as this one. Mm -hmm. So he didn't win his cause, but what happened? What happened? So there's this woman, this was this woman, real story, uh -huh, Heather Libby. So Heather Libby and her friend, mm -hmm, they had kind of the same, uh, the same license plate. Now we're talking the female dog. Y you know that word? B-I-T-C-H. Mm -hmm. Now it, it does mean female dog. That's what it means in, in general, anatomically. Like if you go in like the family tree of animals uh-huh you'll, you'll see that word there it's there it's valid it's maybe not latin but it's english for that word mm -hmm. so that was her license plate 
Of course, that also was seemed a bit inappropriate, even though she was talking about herself. So you can kind of self, there's a name for that, like self, self do some stuff to yourself if you want to self degrade. Let's call it whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But and to this, Heather was kind of, well, you know, it's, it sucks. I, I like this plate. I like this license plate a lot. She said, well, it's bad that people are so sensitive nowadays. Mm -hmm. Because she had this plate for a while and she loved it. And her girlfriend had the same one. Same thing, but different. Mm -hmm. And loved it too. Meaning that, well, you know, with all the stuff that's been happening with the woke people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all these things. Uh-huh. These crazy things. About people being a bit too sensitive or a bit, well, wanting like gender genderless uh -huh, community. So what Maine has decided to do? They've decided... No more like, a, you know, words like snow, because it means a lot of other things. It doesn't necessarily mean like, you know, beautiful powdered snow to go ski in the hills. No, no F-bombs. So no F-words. Uh -uh. A-L-S, like, you know, no disability, no stuff like that. No haters. Mm -hmm. And then, well, it's got a whole bunch, a whole bunch of other terms that you should not do. So no age. Mm -hmm. You can't put age. You can't put race. You can't put ethnicity. No sexual orientation. No gender orientation. No origin, like if you're Native American or if you're from France. You don't put that. No religion. No disability. Now, that's approximately, approximately 120,000 license plates that Maine has as a state. Like their vanity license plate accounts for approximately 120,000. That's a lot of vanity license plate. So it's not too bad if only like 274 have been recalled. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not, it's not that bad <laughs> for like letting everybody do anarchy and then being like, oh, there's only like 274 that actually did anarchy. And well, 120,000. This is a good proportion. It's a good proportion. I know you want more. Uh -huh. I know you want to see these other license plates. Yeah, yeah. I got some examples for you. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Okay. So 13 already appealed this. And who appealed? Well, I'm not sure. I don't know. But when you see these license plates, you might be like, yeah, this, this guy, he's not going to appeal. Uh -huh. He cannot win. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So let's go see these license plates. They're right there. They're right there. Okay, so there's, of course, this uh, daddy who says, I love tofu. Mm -hmm. So this daddy, super legit daddy, he's vegan, he loves tofu. Then we have, well, another one right here. It says M-C-B-O-O-B, -O -O -B, so McBoob. I mean, maybe the guy just loved McDonald's so much. He, he really he really enjoyed the McDonald's and he enjoyed other female anatomy. You you don't know. You don't know. This is possible. It's possible. Now, okay, so we're talking female. We're talking female. But now what about the males? What about the males out there? Well, BG, that could mean like big because there's a B, G. It, it just does big on its own. And then boner. Mm -hmm. So big boner. Yeah. Now, sometimes, you know, the dog dislikes a big bone. That could be it. But I think I think Maine knows what it means. And they maybe don't want this on like some person's car running around <laughs> in the city uh-huh and then well if you're kind of uh, you know genderless everybody has that so you got i eat a55 mm -hmm. you got that one too i eat that's cool you can eat whatever you want i mean you can be a tofu and uh, tofu a tofu vegan a vegan tofu and love tofu that's all fine but then you can eat other parts of the human anatomy if you feel like it. But that, that's all for you. That's all for love, lust, and the devil. Mm -hmm. That's all for a relationship, kink, advice, and all this stuff. Yeah. So he eats a five-five. That's what he eats, and he likes to share the world. That that's what he likes to eat. So it's on his license plate. I mean, it might give you a good kind of a 
a good uh, entry point, a good icebreaker. I was talking about this with Wayne. Uh -huh. Wayne, your t-shirt is, is, is getting printed. So Wayne said, what if I just got a t-shirt that said I'm single? Then women at bars would come to me if they, they feel like... Like, like they want some of me, they want some of what I have to offer. They're going to know I'm single because I, I have written it down. So I'm assume, like I'm an assumed single. Uh -huh. Assume, yeah, the word in French. And that's all good. That's all fine. Well, if you say you eat a 5-5, mm -hmm, I mean, people are going to know you eat a 5-5. So those who like to be eaten, uh -huh, well, they're, they're going to come for you. They're going to knock on your window and say, hey, I'm available this evening. What are you doing? It's, a, it's good promotion. It's good publicity. Yes. I don't, I don't mind the guy doing that. I mean, I think it's, well, guy or girl, of course. But uh, I'm not sure about the identity. I would kind of assume, but let's not assume. Let's not assume. Let's just wait to see if this person will actually makes it to the TV news uh -huh, and says why he wrote that on his actual license plate. And I hope he really likes it, because if not, it's too bad. Like, he would have taken it for another person who really likes it. And, and that would be sad. You don't want another person to kind of or want to put this on their license plate and not be able to because it's already taken because that's the process of vanity license plates and all these things you need to input kind of three choices uh -huh, and make sure that these three choices well are what you want with different letters different spacing different stuff like that uh -huh. and then well if your vanity plate is not taken they can approve it and then of course well if you say i eat a55 probably not gonna go well if you're trying to get a license plate here in vancouver bc but in Maine, it was all cool. It was all cool. Don't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. Do you know why Darth Vader was banned from all Star Wars events? Mm -hmm. Do you know it? Well, if you know it, stay there. Stay there because we're going to talk about it. Yes, yes, yes. We are going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to WTPRRadio.com With your host, Piper Blush. Uh-huh. This is the morning show. And we're going to be talking about Star Wars. For all of you, those... Oh, for all of you, those of you, uh-huh, fans of Star Wars. I know we have some Trekkies out there. Don't worry, we'll talk about Treks later. Mm -hmm. Now, it's Star Wars fans. Now, okay, Star Wars, mm, what happened to Darth Vader? Now, Darth Vader, we're not talking Darth Vader, but Darth Vader was actually banned from all Star Wars events. Yeah, he was not allowed to go to Star Wars events. And usually when you're an actor, you're in a movie, mm -hmm, and while you do this movie thing, well... You go to the events to promote the movie as Darth Vader uh -huh. or as yourself. But, you know, you kind of impersonate this identity that you have in the movie. Just like, you know, have you seen Optimus Prime? Uh -huh. Optimus Prime, he received an award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Optimus Prime received an award for saving the planet. Uh -huh. I kind of a kid's show thingy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Optimus Prime, he was there to receive the award. Of course, Optimus Prime is kind of a fictional character. We all get it, Piper. Uh -huh. But it was the voice actor who did it, uh -huh. who did him. Because that's why you do it. Like, you know, Jack Sparrow. Yeah, Johnny Depp. Well, he would dress as Jack Sparrow and go places. Uh -huh. 
once you're the rule, you're the rule. You stay the rule and that is your rule. So you do it for public appearances. Well, Darth Vader, he was banned from doing that. He was only allowed to actually be Darth Vader, like in the physical form in the movies. He could not use his Darth Vader superpowers. Well, more like Dark Force. Uh-huh. Let's do it like this. Where is it? The Dark Force. Oh, we have Sit Lord Billy too here. Mm -hmm. Hey, Sit Lord. How's it feel? I'm talking kind of a little bit about you here. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is... The Darth Vader actor, yes, because it's not just Darth Vader, it's the guy under the mask. I'm not sure how he does it. Yeah, a bit like that. Mm -hmm. So the guy behind the mask is actually David Prosey, or Prose. Well, say it however you want, that's his name. Mm -hmm. Now, unfortunately, he passed away in 2020, but do not worry. Mm -hmm. I mean, this legacy goes on. He was Darth Vader, yeah. In the first original Star Wars, that means like the three first that are actually the three last, like you get it if you've seen Star Wars and you know Star Wars. So he was doing Darth Vader mm -hmm. in these movies, yes. And it was going all good. It was going all good because it was supposed to be a trilogy. So George Lucas was like, okay, we're going to do like these three reverse and a crazy plot, crazy stuff. Then, well, then it was all good. They filmed, they filmed the first thing. Uh -huh, it was cool. But what happened is, okay, you're ready for this? The, the movie was supposed to get aired in what well, kind of in theaters in 1980. Okay. So 1980. So that was like the due date. That was when The Empire Strikes Back would air, would come to life. Mm -hmm. But you know how they do it in the movies. So they film before. Mm -hmm. So they film before. They film a few movies. Sometimes they haven't filmed like the trilogy yet. But they're still, they're in the plot. The actors know what's going to happen. They read the script or things like that. So in 1978, so we are talking two years prior. Uh-huh. Two years prior. Well, two years prior, actually, David Prowsey, uh -huh, the guy who well, is Darth Vader's in the Star Wars movie, the first one, the original, the OG, yeah, mm -hmm, he revealed the plot. Yes, he revealed the plot to everybody. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, uh -huh, this was the first spoiler alert kind of ever. Uh -huh. Now, this uh, guy, he said the spoiler. He said the whole major plot of the movie, what it was going to be. Now, if you haven't seen Star Wars, go away right now. Leave now. Because I'm going to reveal it for you, but most people already know it, though. So this is a spoiler alert moment. Mm -hmm. Now, in an interview, yes, David Prosey revealed that Darth Vader... <gasps> I am your father. Yeah, that's what he revealed. Uh -huh. He revealed that it was the father. Yeah, but the thing is, the thing is, now after everybody freaked out, George Lucas freaked out. He was like, how could you do this to me, bro? Uh -huh. You just like went away and told the whole plot of the movie two years in advance too. I mean, we're not going to make any money. Everybody's going to know how it ends and how it, like this major plot twist. Uh -huh. Super sad. So, well, so, mm-hmm. The thing that happened is that he was kind of uh, slowly but surely uh, banned from the Star Wars events. Yeah, because he revealed the plot. But what he said, what he said is he guessed the plot. He didn't say that he like actually revealed it and he knew it and he was sure of it. He was just in an interview, he was talking and, well, it kind of made sense. So maybe, just maybe, he's more of a, you know, a medium or something. Yeah, or maybe not. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Maybe it's just like a normal guy who kind of, well, watched too much movies and realized that this would be the plot. He kind of knew George Lucas a little bit, knew the story, knew the rest of the thing, and was like, mm, 
that's what that's what's gonna happen. That's that's it. That's it. So, after all, revealing the biggest plot in all history of a sci-fi. Mm -hmm. Well, he was gently banned. Now, from all Star Wars events, meaning the premieres, stuff like that. Like, he was not able to impersonate Darth Vader. No, 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 no. He could film it. He could do it physically, but not, not in the events, because nobody wanted him to spoil again. Uh huh. No spoilers. This is bad stuff. But you know what happened? It happened again. What, Piper? Did he learn his lesson? Well, that's the thing. It happened again. But it wasn't really his fault, okay? So listen to this. Listen to this. Mm -hmm. Okay, years later, years later, when he was interviewed by a journalist, okay, for The Return of the Jedi. All right? All right? In The Return of the Jedi. So he was interviewed by a journalist, but this time it was not him. Uh -huh. It was not David Prosey who said anything. The journalist, the journalist said that... Okay, that's another spoiler alert. Here we go, here we go. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert for Star Wars, The Return of the Jedi. Now, he said that Darth Vader would actually die. Uh-huh, he said that, the journalist. But that was not David Prosey saying it, but because he was in the same situation as the first time it happened, everybody was like, no, probably you talked to the journalist before the interview or something happened and you told him. And I mean, you can just like actually guess some of that stuff. Nostradamus guessed a lot of stuff, uh -huh, and it's very vague and very open. So why wouldn't the same thing happen in Star Wars? So David Prowse did keep his role as Darth Vader, uh -huh, well for like these these ones, uh huh. But the thing is, the thing is, like the crew didn't like him anymore because he was revealing stuff. So he was a bit ostracized, uh huh. And it, it wasn't going very well for him with the set. Plus George Lucas was furious. Yeah, they didn't like each other anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. George Lucas is a big no-no, uh -huh. you don't spoil my movies. So he was really mad. Though he did say when the guy died, uh -huh. you know, you just say good things when people die. <laughs> That's always like that. Mm -hmm. Well, he said that Darth Vader wouldn't have been Darth Vader without him mm -hmm. and that he did a great thing. But still, this guy was banned from Star Wars events. Imagine this, uh -huh. imagine being banned from Star Wars events and you're Star Wars, you're Darth Vader, you're the dark force. Yeah, you're like, you're like the, the villain, you're the, the, the actual thing. And there's like light, dark, and you're that one. You're that one that went from the light to the dark too, uh-huh. You kind of, yeah, you two timed. That's what you did, uh-huh, uh-huh. Well then, you, yeah, you lose some arms and stuff and then you, <gasps> well, we're not sure what he did, mm-hmm. But bad stuff, bad stuff, very, very bad stuff. This dark force, not good for you, uh -huh, not good for you. Okay, now Michael Ringel says those guys make a ton of money at Comic-Cons. Well, probably they do, probably. I don't know, I've never been to a Comic-Con. Have you been to a Comic-Con? Hmm, it's an interesting subject. Because, I mean, being banned from spoiling, it makes sense. It makes sense because... Well, even in Reddit, you know, in Reddit, you have the, the little button that says spoiler. You need to actually, well, post it as a spoiler to make sure that you don't ruin somebody's life. Uh -huh. By saying the plot to that one movie, this is supposed to be incredibly amazing. Now, some people haven't seen Star Wars. I mean, now there are new stores like the Mandalorian and stuff like that. Now they're going out. So, well, the times are changing. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be a new Darth Vader and new people just like that. No worries, no worries. It will definitely happen. Okay, let me switch this page. Uh huh. Just a little bit, just a little bit. Here we go, here we go. Okay, let's... <laughs> no more license plates. Mm -hmm. Let's go somewhere else. Let's go somewhere else. Right, right, right. Here we go. On WTPRRadio.com. You can see and read, well, actually, all of the information I just gave you. It's super easy. Uh -huh. 
All you need to do is go to wdprradio.com and there you can read all of the blog articles of all the subjects I just talked about. In the morning shows, on Love, Lust and the Devil, on Mysterious Mind, whatever show it is, mm -hmm, there's a blog about it. Just in case you need a recap, just in case you want to share some actual well, words with your friends. It's super easy. You read it, you read it, it's there, it's amazing, looks amazing, uh-huh. And then you have all of our social medias here on which you can share it too, or you can just kind of take this URL and share it with your friends, co-workers, anybody you want, mm -hmm. Because, well, sharing is caring. And this radio station really depends on you while sharing this amazing content with everybody you know so that we grow bigger and bigger and bigger, mm-hmm. So thank you all for tuning in, for your awesome support and generous donations. Yes, because by becoming a YouTube member, you help the show stay alive. Hooray! Oh, thank you, Wayne, for your donation. And, well, everybody else, join me in the backstage area. Why? Because backstage area is where you see all the cables, all the tie wraps, all of the dirt. Uh -huh. All of the fun stuff happens in the backstage area. And I'm going there right now. So what are you waiting for? Join me in the backstage area right here, right now. Let's go. It's on WTPRradio.com. Just click Radio Live Cam. And there, there you can find the actual live camera for this radio show because it's radio 3.0 uh-huh meaning audio video and blog articles this was piper blush for the unpredictable radio for the bold listener and i'll see you in the backstage area mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs>